Over Armour, brought to you by the creators you know, of Under Armour for the <laughs> Nike doesn't have a Poseidon line. Jesus. I don't know what this was over here. Some kind of Q-turn. A what? Yeah, a Q-turn. That's what you call when somebody's turning and going to drive head-on into QAnon traffic. Q-turn. <laughs> yeah, speaking of which, apparently there's a significant amount of Republicans who believe, like, full-on Q- QAnon beliefs. Oh, of course. Yeah, like... Oh, look, your neighbors are racist. Well, I mean, we kind of oh. understood that when they had the Trump flags out. Oh, yeah, but now it's just an American... Oh, there's three you know, an American flag now. Now it's kind of a nationalist thing. No, it's not. No, they have the Blue Lives Matter sticker on their car. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh. Um. Who's gonna tell your neighbor Oscar that Blue Lives Matter was a movement made to basically contradict Black Lives Matter? When he finds out, he'll probably be like, "Uh, but the blacks, this, 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 this." Yeah. Who's gonna tell your Cuban neighbor Oscar that there are blacks in Cuba? Um, but, but they're different. How are they different, Oscar? I don't know. It's not my job to speak for him. Oh. Alrighty, well. I only play difficult devil's advocate for humor. And just to give the person who's ready to vent a target to vent at. <sighs> um. So- you live in a Oh, no, they wish. They it's, wish they were white. That's, that's what I'm saying. This is not really a white neighborhood. This is yeah. a neighborhood of white Hispanics, uh, of black Hispanics, um, Caribbeans of whatever race, but mostly. Mo- I mean, come on. I'm I'm sure there's like a ton of, you know, uh, a ton of Bahamians and Jamaicans here. I think you might be the most but, liberal ones on your block. Oh yeah, on the block for sure. But I doubt that we're like. You oh, know, sure the only, only liberals, ones. like, in this, in this association. Yeah. Huh. Fascinating. Keep huh? in mind, How is the that left... Coke? Oh, it's delicious. Diabetes? Tastes yeah. like diabetes? <laughs> That's why face. I have this, like, once in a while. I, I honestly haven't, I, I haven't had soda in, like, a few days. I be having soda, like, once in a while, honestly. Yeah. It was funny because your face was like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know what I saw uh, on my trip? I saw orange and vanilla Coke. They have that here. Oh, I've never seen it here. They only have it in the bottle or in the machine at, at Wingstop or B- at That's BK. That's right. We had that whole conversation. Yeah. Uh, Does for it those taste of like you, the ice cream? Honestly, vanilla Coke, not so much. It's more the orange vanilla that really tastes like that. See, I would probably drink that because I like that ice cream. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll get you. I'll hook you up with the, with some orange vanilla Coke next time I get some. Mm, very little. I just want to taste it. I don't Honest, know. that's how often I get it. Oh, okay. <laughs> very cool. seldom. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. No. Like, um, I remember having a friend who told me like when he stopped drinking soda, he he experienced this like withdrawal, and I'm like, damn. I've quit know. soda up to a year without soda, but I really like Coke. It just tastes good, and like it's just cold like cold coke. It just it, it just also it feels like re, like relaxing. Yeah. But you know, it's also kind of can't uh, can't can't have that much that often. Yeah. No. So yeah, let's uh, tell us. Do you want to tell us about the trip? 
Oh, yes. I drove 18 and a half hours to Ohio for my good friend's wedding. Shout out to Jesus and his new wife, Gabby. Woo! Whoop, Beautiful whoop. little wedding. Oh, I was, was doing like the Apollo whoop, whoop, whoop. It was a cute wedding. It was a no, very small, intimate. I think if it was 30 people, it was too many. Uh, but it was cute. Like, I was thinking and I was like, <laughs> 30 people, who am I going to like cross out of my family list for a wedding because we're planning my grandma's surprise birthday now and it's like just the close folks it's like 48 people ish so i'm here telling my mom all right like it's time for me to start picking fights with them start like poking fun at them the week of the party so they don't show up since the thing's at my house (laughs) goodness you never you never gave back that uh that scarf what scarf? The one from 1993. <laughs> uh-huh. You were four. It's one of those things that, uh, it's a lot. It's a lot of people in my family. But it was a very nice wedding. It was, it was, it's interesting, the difference in cultures. Um, she's American. And, you know, as Hispanics, I think, for us, weddings are such a huge thing. I mean... Right. It's the unification of two families coming together as one. And it's the unions of souls. It's a new chapter in the life. I felt like it... And I mean, they, they can you know correct me if I'm wrong, but it felt like it was just another day for them. <laughs> yeah, it was interesting. The culture differences are, are, are definitely there. But it was a nice wedding. It was very nice. Her dress was beautiful. I mean, when when he was walking down the aisle with his parents, I start. He was he was so nervous. Oh. And I've known I've known this guy for for years. I mean, his grandmother started taking care of me when I was a baby. So mm. I was already around when his mom was pregnant. I mean, we spent Hurricane Andrew together in the sense that his mom was very pregnant with him, <laughs> and I was already born. Oh. Um, My mom was very pregnant with me during Hurricane Andrew, uh, but we weren't here in Florida. No, no, yeah, it was, uh, so we grew up together, and he's always been awkward, and, you know, he's that smart kid, and you could tell how nervous he was, he's a giggler, but baby, he met his match, she's a giggler too, and they're so cute together, like, He's walking down the aisle, and he's like, you could tell he had been crying. And you could see, though, his mom was, like, so proud. Cause that's her baby. That's, that's her baby. And he was just so proud. And uh, they were just so proud, like, the parents. And, and he's at the aisle waiting. And then the bride comes along. And I'm like, I only met this girl, like, the day before in person for, like, the dress rehearsal. And she just looks so beautiful. Like, there's something about weddings. I'm just such, I'm such a... Coward. I don't even know what that's the word. A, a crier. Sucker. That's the word. I'm just a sucker. Say coward. It's not nah. coward. Coward's not a thing. I'm just a sucker for weddings or just happy moments. And I'm like, I don't know this girl, but here I am crying. <laughs> and you softy. I kid you not, baby. She's walking down the aisle halfway through. She looks at him and she starts giggling too. <laughs> it was so cute. It was very it's cute. Really nice. It was very cute. They were both so nervous, but it was a it was a very beautiful ceremony. That's awesome. Shout out to shout out to Jesus and Gabby. Yeah. Congrats. But um, hey, West Virginia, when we're driving in, country roads, right? We stop at uh, McDonald's because we have been like eating chips all day. 
Yeah, the billboard said, fuck Joe Manchin. <laughs> uh, it probably didn't, but they, 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 they were probably thinking it. <laughs> so we get to a McDonald's in West Virginia, right, right before we're going to cross over to Ohio. And uh, we stop at a McDonald's and I order. And um, the girl at the, at the window looks at me weird, but she was very nice. She takes my, you know, she took my money. I paid. Then comes the manager. You know, you know the manager because they're dressed differently. Yeah. And she's like, I'm sorry to ask folks, but uh, where are y'all from? And I just look at her like weird. And she's like, I'm sorry, we just can't pick up on your accent. And I'm here speaking English. So I'm like, oh, God. I saw the view. I was like, oh, it's the Miami accent. Honestly, my, my bigger concern is why... Well, why do you say it like that? You so, know, so we I can't pick up on your accent. What are you tracking? You work for the NSA? I thought you worked for the MCD. So, so I go to her. No, we're from Miami, and I have okay. There's a Miami and Ohio, so I'm like Florida, and then she goes, "Oh, they're from Florida." And the girl that took my payment goes, "I didn't even think they were from the United States." I'm here like, I'm speaking English, right? Do I have an accent? Yeah. Well, I mean, aside from the Miami accent. I don't know. Your, wait, wait, your what's, ac- what's my accent? I call I characterize it as a Miami accent. I, I don't think that your accent sounds like um like you're from outside of America. I don't know. Like What's a Miami accent? It's it's definitely Hispanic influenced by I mean there's a there's a you know, a large proportion of Hispanic people here. That's true. I was talking to one of my clients the other day, and I was speaking to her. She's an American client, and she knows she's she's come around. She calls me every now and then to check check in, just just say how she's high and how she's doing. And I'm talking to her, and all of a sudden I go pedo, and she goes pedo. She's like, "Is that butt in Spanish?" I was like, "Oh yes." I go, "I'm so sorry." She started laughing. Goodness. She's like, "All right." She's like, "I'm just gonna start talking, and when I want to say butt, I'll just go. I'll just go pedo." <laughs> I was like, I was like, I'm so sorry. This is, I, I just go, I exchange between the Spanish and the English so easily. <laughs> that's that's another thing that the Miami accent is characterized with the use of use of uh, as Spanglish. they say Spanglish. Spanglish. Uh, what's funny is that Miami is characterized as more of a Hispanic city than probably than L.A. and uh, and uh, New York, although. When you think about it, even though I I never looked at the proportions, but I mean both L.A. and and New York City, uh, they out I mean their their populations dwarf Miami's, so. But you know what? I think it might be because in for example, in L.A. it's notorious Mexicans what you'll see there or Central Americans, where at, and, and and New York you have Dominicans and Puerto Ricans. And a surprising amount of uh, of Cubans too. I've heard. I've heard you have quite a few Cubans up there, but then I hear here in, in Miami you have everything. Cuban, yeah, I, it's yeah a that's huge true. Potluck. That's that is true. You have everything. You have but, Mexicans. You have Guatemalans. You got Cubans, Dominicans, Puerto Ricans. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. The por- the proportions may be higher in Miami, but just because of the populations, the sheer numbers of Hispanics, there's a possibility that they could be higher in LA or in New York. It's the diversity. I think it has to be the diversity. Right. I was so, looking at. Um, I'm sorry. You go ahead. No, no. It's, there's so many forms of Spanish too. Yes. They have here. Yeah. Versus the melting pot of New York, there's more. Um, you know, you have a greater Asian population and a greater right. Black population. 
um, non-Hispanic black population, that is. I was watching a show the other day, and it was a Dominican man who says Dominican men love Colombian accents. Do you like Colombian accents? I, I don't... You, I feel like I need to put, like, a little... I I, we need a, a sound way. box. So every time you do that blinking thing that you're thinking... You look at a cartoon. Tling, 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 tling. <laughs> I need to do that. <laughs> I don't think I, I don't think I feel a strong way for or uh, against. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you've all heard it here. He's a fan of the Miami accent. <laughs> I don't know, baby. With you, with you, it hit different. <laughs> That's right, Mister. I will never date a Cuban. <laughs> I didn't say all that. It's just, you know, I don't know. I never really, I can't recall, I can't recall any Cubans that I really like hit it off with that, you know, like that. I've had, I've had plenty, you know, and, and have plenty of Cuban fries. You got me, you got me freaking explaining my way out of, out of freaking prejudice, prejudice against Cubans over here. Sounding like, got me, got I mean, sounding like I'm, uh, like I'm here for their persecution. All right, Fidel. Jeez. Just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love yeah. you. I love you. We already started this show as a mess. <laughs> Goodness. <sighs> um, but yeah, Ohio's very pretty to drive by. To drive by. And stay short, short periods of time. I don't think I could I could live there. <clears throat> I generally don't feel I could live there. No, I mean, with uh, with Jim Jordan in the news every week for saying for saying uh, weirdo shit. Yeah, I don't think I could live there. Um, I must admit, though, and I will be very honest about this. I was pleasantly surprised. People were wearing masks. Okay. Pleasantly surprised, like everywhere. That's hardcore. Everywhere. I mean, we we wore masks at the wedding, um, and I'm fully vaccinated. You know, my whole family and everyone that was with me is fully vaccinated. Okay, good. Um, there were a couple of people that were not wearing masks, but it was funny because one of them goes to me. She's like, "I'm fully vaccinated." She's like, "I promise. I have my card with me." I was like, "It's okay." I'm like, I'm, "I have my mask on. It's fine." It's like, all right, shit. I mean, somebody who's willing, somebody who's willing to whip out the card. I, I don't know. At this point, um, especially for so few people. At a wedding of all things, it's not like it's a club. Yeah, it's a wedding. You know, um, at the club though, yeah, I see you without your mask. I'm, 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 we, I, I'm not gonna be near you very, very long. Yeah. I'm not gonna. I'm probably not gonna be near you at all. We might not even shake hands. Yeah. No, but it was. We it might was do a distance five. Distance five, air five. Yeah. Um, but it was nice. People wearing masks. We went to the stores because you know there's really not much to do there. Um, so we went shopping because all the shopping, the shopping center was like literally five minutes away from our Airbnb. Um, so we went to TJ Maxx and Ross and the Dollar Tree, all the fun stuff. All the fun places. Yeah. I think this is the first time I actually found things at TJ Maxx. Oh. I never find anything at TJ Maxx here. Like ever. I do. Really? I've never been able to find clothes. I didn't find clothes though. I found um, face masks. Okay. For like two bucks. You mean like uh, the little sheets? Okay, so like uh, what's it called? Like dermatological face masks? Yeah, I found some of those. I found um, 
quite a few earrings. I'm actually wearing some of them now. Do you like them? Oh, yeah, they're cute. Tell the peoples what they are. One's a moon that look, looks like it's made out of little gemstones. Oh. And one's a little gemstone. Little gemstone. Yeah. That's where I got your mom's uh, gift. Nice. Her little pineapple earrings. I see, but you had to go to the you had to go to the uh, the sports store to to get to get my mug. I had to go to Walmart to get the mug. There are no souvenirs in Akron, Ohio. Um, yeah, because Akron, Ohio is like where people go to live. If I'm correct, Akron is where uh is where what's it called? That's where that's where the Pickles family moved from, right? Is it really? I think in the first episode, Drew Drew is saying that they just moved here from Akron. Oh. Yeah. Where'd they go? Tommy Pickles, Akron. Where did they live? <clears throat> yeah, whose family moved from Akron. I love it when we do some Googling. Right? I love it when we do some Googling. To their current location in California. Somewhere in California. I do remember from that same episode... Um, the, the, the movers, they were like, how about, wait, was it movers or painters? I don't know. I don't remember. Oh, no, no. It was painters when Susie moved in. Mm. When the Carmichaels moved in. Um, and the dude said, how about black and silver Raiders colors? So I don't know. Maybe they were, actually, it's hard to say because they could have been in LA. They could have been in, uh, the Bay Area. They could have really been anywhere. Yeah. Anywhere where the Raiders fandom reached because, uh, <clears throat> In the nineties, that's where, that's where the Raiders were, right? Hmm. All I know is, there were no souvenirs in Akron. All right, so it was. Let's see. They were, they were L.A. They were the L.A. Raiders from eighty-two to ninety-four. Um. No, they're Oakland. No, now they're, now they're Las Vegas Raiders. Y'all keep moving the Raiders, man. Right. Might as well just call them the movers. The gypsies. <laughs> the nomads. The nomads. Uh, no, even better. So, okay, so yeah, from 60 to 81 and from 95 to 2019, they were in Oakland. Huh. And only starting last year, they, uh, well... The twenty twenty season. That was the first. That was the first, uh, LV Raiders. That's season. because Las Vegas was shut down because of COVID, and they're like, "We need something happening here. <laughs> Let's move the Raiders." So yeah. Um, anything inter- Anything else interesting? Um, no, not really. A lot of hills. Remember that hill that we were going down? I um, remember. Oh my goodness. In Orlando. Yeah, we I were I think heading, that was our first our first trip. trip. Yeah. So we were heading to Orlando. <laughs> um Bless you. Little hiccup there. Thank you, baby. And so I'm noticing this hill that we're going down and I'm like, that doesn't look right. Oh shit. <laughs> this is one of those like it dips. And you're kind of like accelerating too, and in in like like one by one, like I I clearly was the first one to notice it, and then I'm kind of like tapping you, baby, 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 go easy. <laughs> um, 
And then one by one, everybody else in the car, ending with you, <laughs> notices, oh shit, you kind of had to break a little fast. According to my sister, I like I like <laughs> curves, and every time like I, I tend to speed on them, she goes to me, all right, need for speed, or all right, too fast and too furious. <laughs> Why gotta be too fast, too furious? Why can't it be fast and furious, the one that's partially in DR? Right? I should tell her. Nah, or, or, or better yet, Fast Five, the best one. That's right. Fast Five is the best one. Anybody who uh, wants to have this discussion, you know, I'm out here. <laughs> but um, I'm just not really familiar with parts one and two. What? Yeah. I think, I think that's the same reaction I have every time you tell me that. Yeah, although I, did, I have seen parts of one and... And Dom's Dom's dialogue definitely seemed a lot less corny than it is in the you know in the heist movies, which like the first three were really about cars and like everything else has been has been a heist everything since. <laughs> that is true. Uh, Tokyo Drift was like the last one that was well even then that was still that was no there wasn't really a heist it was it was it was like car battling. If anything, that was the most about cars. Car battling. Yeah. Are we going to have one about dinosaurs? Yo. I saw a meme about that the other day. Goodness. So, um, then Tokyo Drift. I mean, it's cr- it, it's a crazy movie. And it's just that, you know, the best part of that movie is Han. They kill him. Yeah. But then he's back. Apparently. I need to see that one. Is that one out yet? No, wait. Actually, let's, let's, fact, let's figure it out. Let's fact check this. All right. Fast and Furious 9. They're going to call it F9. Oh, shit, it's out. Well, it's out internationally. It's supposed to come out here on the 25th. Of this month? It was, it was released in Hong June? Kong in South Korea. Yeah, on the 19th. But it'll be out this this month on the 25th. Is it going to be like in the movies? Or are they going to like show it on TV for streaming? Let's see. Are those dinosaurs on the page? Nope, that's a collage of, wow, tiny little poster. We got Dom in the place where Iron Man was in Infinity War. (laughs) Surrounding him in the back, we got his brother, uh, John Cena, and Cypher. Then right in front of him, I feel like I need to watch number eight. Yeah, I need to as well. I've only seen like the important parts. Did we see number seven? Did we see number... Okay, we need I saw to... number seven alone. Okay, I, I, we need to do like a yeah. whole rewatch thing here. I'm down. Oh, so many movie series to rewatch though. <laughs> but yeah, right in front of Dom is Han and Letty. Uh, right in front of Letty, directly in front of Juan. Um, Juan, directly Juan? in front of Dom Juan. is uh Roman. And I love his character. That doesn't look like Tej. That doesn't look like Ludacris. It is. It is him. I don't know. It, it looks like it's supposed to be him, because who else could yeah, it be? Yeah, that's him. That's him. Okay. And then next to him is Mia, because why not? I mean, and they have got to put a brother in there. Might as well add the sister. In front of him. That's true. Yeah, that does. it does make sense to have Mia back. It's just, at this point, how are they going to have Mia back without, without Brian? Mm-hmm. So let's see. I'm looking now at the cast, because that last person, the, the, the person like in the for, in kind, sort of the forefront... 
Um, that's, I mean, that's got to be Ramsey, right? Right. So, uh, cast, we got Dom, we got Letty, Roman, Tej, we got Jacob Toretto. Oh. Um. That's his name? Apparently. We got Mia, we got Ramsey, we got Han, um, we got Magdalene Shaw, Queenie, who was supposed to be the, the mother of Owen and Deckard Shaw. We got Kurt Russell coming back as Mr. Nobody. Got Charlie Theron back as a cipher. Somebody named Anna Sawai portraying somebody named L. But not C, nor Super. <laughs> True that. I would have said not Super first because you, you were like, not C. Through Ersted Rasmussen. Uh, my bad, I'm botching, I'm botching that name. But he's portraying somebody named Otto. Yondu is portraying Buddy. Who? Michael Rooker, who plays Yondu in Guardians. Oh. Yeah. Um, Who's Jack Toretto? Because this grown dude is going to be Jack Toretto. Is he a... Who's Jack? I don't know. Isn't... Isn't Jack the son? Isn't Jack me a son? <laughs> he groaned, baby. Like, he groaned. They got they got some of the Hobbs and Shaw formula and just and just made him made him groan. Hold on, I'm gonna Google this too because it's like Cardi B uh, portrays Lisa, who's a woman who shares history with Dom. Oh boy. Whatever. <laughs> Uh, Lucas Black comes back as Sean from... So, Jack Toretto is the father of Dominic, Jacob, uh, and Mia. Okay, because it, it could have said that. Like, it all it says is Jack Toretto. Leaves you to guess. By whom? Who's, who's playing him? J.D. Pardo? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I have here. He's the father. He's the father. Oh, okay. He plays him, like, in a young sequence. Because there's, like, two... There's there's somebody named Vinnie Bennett who plays young Dom and Finn Cole plays young Jacob. Oh, okay. Okay, I was gonna say because they're J- JD Pardo is younger than both John Cena and uh, Vin Diesel Ugh. for sure. No, but yes, you're right. Jack is the son of right here. Okay, that the makes son of sense. Son of Brian O'Connor. Yeah, but his last name is probably O'Connor, right? He is... Oh, it doesn't show. They cool. just have him as Jack. Wonderful. Just guess his last name. Maybe it's hyphenated. Maybe it's Toretto O'Connor. Maybe it's O'Connor Toretto. Who knows? Oh, Jesus. Anyway, um, so Lucas Black comes back to be Sean. Uh, Bow Wow comes back as Twinkie. Jason Tobin comes back as Earl Who. I don't remember. I don't remember Mia that, and that Brian have a daughter? Yeah, remember how she's pregnant again in part seven? Or six? Seven. Oh. Yeah. Um, and let's see. So Don Omar comes back as Santos. Shay Wiggum comes back as Agent Stasiak. Now here's a weird thing is that... Is that Osuna plays young Santos and somebody, somebody named Sered? I don't know. Plays a young version of Leo, Tego Leo, but and I think we talked about this on another episode too. Mm, 
That... Oh, she's dead? Who? Elena Neves? Yeah. Why did they kill her? In part eight. I haven't seen that. Yeah. One to the head. Or two to the head. Baby. But yeah, they... they, they they got, they have a gun to her head. They take they take the camera away, and it's basically Im- heavily implied that she was shot in the head. Oh yeah, I've seen that part. That the baby is in another room. I think the baby starts crying though, right? Yeah. Okay, so I've seen that part. See, I've seen parts of this movie too. Yeah. Poor girl too. They didn't they didn't let her be badass enough. Elsa Pataki. That's what's his face wife. Who's? Uh, Thor's. Oh word. Yeah. They need to be in a movie together. They need to put her in the MCU. That's it. They they killed her off to put her to make room for to, to uh, for her to be in the MCU. I can't stand. I'm gonna be very honest with you. What's his face? Who? John Cena. Oh jeez. I feel like you know how he's gonna escape the first time. Disappearing. You can't. <laughs> you can't see me. <laughs> Oh my goodness, so Gal Gadot is going to be Giselle for uncredited archive footage from Fast 6. And Jason Statham, he makes an uncredited cameo as uh, the Shaw in Hobbs and Shaw. But no Luke Hobbs. Uh. So yeah, that's uh, it's out in the ether and Justin Lin is back to direct. Um, that ought to be interesting. Interesting. What you reading there? I'm reading about Jacob, who, by the way, it's spelled with a K, not with a yeah. C. That's fucking extra. Super extra. No offense with UK users. Like, if your name is, like, Nicole with a K. Or Nicole with the H. <laughs> I don't get that. <laughs> I really don't get that. Like, is it H for heaven? Oh, my goodness. That reminds me. That, uh, that, uh, that, that diatribe that June laid on Serena in the last episode. Ooh. Yo, you know who was considered for the, for the role of Jacob Toretto before John Cena? Who? Bradley Cooper. Uh. Ed Helms. No. Zach Galifinia, whatever. What? Yeah, right? No, come on. Somebody's just listening to the cast of The Hangover. Ken Young. Ken Young? Who's he? I don't know. Let's find out. Ken Young, who are you? Oh, yeah. What's Oh, Ken Jong. Oh, Jong. Him. What? They're just listening. To, that's just listening to the, the cast of The Hangover. Come on. Jeffrey Tambor? No. Paul Giamatti? No. John Goodman? No, come on. Al- I don't believe this. Alec Baldwin? This is bullshit. Somebody's making this up. James Marsden? Okay, I can see him. Cyclops. Jimmy Kimmel? What? Jeff Goldblum? Goldblum? Yeah, Jeff Goldblum can kind of do anything. Will, Fer- Will Ferrell? No. Will Ferrell? No, Ferrell. No. Ferrell. No. Steve Carell? No. Paul Rudd? No. Yeah, maybe. David, no. David Kushner? David Kushner? Is that, is, that, is that how you say his last name? Oh, David Keckner? No. How the fuck is that Keckner? I don't know, but I've heard him say it. Vince Vaughn? John Maybe. C. Reilly? David Keckner is Todd Packer. <laughs> 
from the office. The 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 the, the jackass. Oh no! Exactly. Who came after him? Vince, Vince Vaughn? Vaughn. John C. Riley. No. Jim Carrey. Okay, maybe. And Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah, I can see it. Neil Patrick Harris, I can see it. They were all considered for the role of Jacob Toretto before John Cena was selected. Come on. Uh, John Goodman was never considered. I don't believe that. Zach Jeffrey Gal- Tambor. Zach Galifianakis. How do you say that? Zach Galifianakis. Baby. This is Jeffrey Tambor. Oh, Jesus. He was not considered to be no brother to, to Dominic Toretto. Come on. He could have been. And, and come on, the fact that all three of the main leads of The Hangover and Ken, Ken Jeong, who arguably plays a bigger role than Doug. I don't even know Doug's actor's name. Come on, no. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. Ay, ay, ay. Um... Wow, that that was a shell shock. Wow, they're actually gonna have because uh, you know Brian is still alive in the sh- in the movie, so they're gonna have like a ninety nine Nissan Skyline races into the driveway, which is an indication that Brian has arrived. Oh, and then they see him in a video in Dom's iPad. Hmm. I see. Yeah. I guess. It's really weird to... That's the fucked up thing about the... the they, 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 you know... But I mean, that... Paul Walker, his, his, uh, his whole thing, that was a freak accident, you know? Yeah. They had. They clearly had no plans to retire to retire Brian anytime soon, as evidenced by the fact that the movie that came out two months after his death, or two months before his death, kills off Han and Giselle. Yeah. To be honest, I thought that that with Fast Six they were just going to render Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift um, entirely. You know. That movie doesn't matter anymore. We're going to leave Han alive. We're going to leave Giselle alive. Everybody's going to be happy. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be cool. But we, we know that didn't happen. So, um, I had my first show in a long time. On Friday. How was it? It was pretty awesome. That's awesome, baby. It was a long trip there and a long trip back. Was it 18 and a half hours? Gosh. I should have gone first. (laughs) 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 So it was like an hour trip going, an hour trip coming. Yeah. As, uh, As anybody who follows my artist page should know, it was at the Loser Lounge in Pompano Beach. Um, you know, upon getting there, I was immediately concerned about parking because I mean, that, that type of little ass parking, parking that, you know, people were going to be boxed in for sure. And I'm pretty sure some people were boxed in. Is it like on the shopping center or is it? It looks like more of a little 
Shopping strip. What is it? Kind of, kind of a little, kind of a little like, in a warehouse district. Okay. Like a store, a store in a warehouse district. Oh. Yeah, I'm gonna see if I can get a picture from the outside. Okay. Here we go. So this is the street. Oh. And then this is the place, the loser lounge. Oh yeah, you could definitely be boxed in there. Yeah, it's a bar, so it's not like it's it's it's. I kind of took it as more of like a, a a place more so designated for performances. Yeah. No, they 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 have they you know the performances were at the front of the bar, or at the like you know close to the close to the door by the window and shit. Like right by here, basically, this DJ was set up there, and you could see the performer out from right from outside and hear them even. But yeah, no, that was a, it's a it's a it's a quaint little spot. It's a, uh, it's an intimate kind of spot. Okay. It was a fun time. Good. Yeah. There. So, tell us what what was your set list, baby? Oh, I'll get to that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. So sorry. I'm just kidding. No, I, I did. I did some networking. There were there were definitely some cool people out there. Met some interesting artists. Okay. Some interesting sounds. I, I of course want to shout out uh, Ivan L for having me on the show. And I want to shout out Yo Brother Dave and my Nizza for always bringing that fire. Um, let's see. I performed towards the end of the night. I was the second to last. Um, I just heard a lot of, a lot of acts that I liked. Good. Yeah. Um, what's it called? Shark Anthony was pretty good. I hate Ralph. It's pretty good. Um. Why do you hate Ralph? Goodness, that's his stage name. Um, who else? Ivan L had Ivan L himself had a had a dope ass set. Um, Cat ninety four and Poo Op were pretty solid. Yeah, Poo Op is an interesting name. Poo Op. It's a fusion apparently of Poo Shiesty and Goo Op, aka Gucci Mane. Um. But they they were you know it was it was just a dope show. Um, I performed, I performed two songs that I hadn't performed. Ooh. Yeah, I brought some snow in the sun. Was it fun? Oh, it was. I had, I I brought that fire. I melted snow in the nightlight. <laughs> brought down south, like for the winter, but never feel like a winner. Down south. Yeah, to my sorrow, John, and in a chicken dinner. Down south. <laughs> fun and i brought revolution were you hanging by a thread could you barely cough or sneeze (sighs) drinking water like it's all you had and all you need yeah i mean especially close to my set i was um honestly i was a little concerned during my set because from where i was i really thought that i wasn't being you know heard well my voice 
Turns out they can understand me pretty well. <laughs> and I just I just used up the energy that I had and the uh, voice that I had. <laughs> Was sent a little horse at work the next morning. I like the horse. Just a little bit. Um, let's see. But yeah, that was, that was, that was mostly it. It was just, uh, it was much needed, definitely. It was nice to just be, uh, be out. A lot of people weren't wearing their masks. I was wearing my mask pretty much any, all, the entire time I was inside. Oh. Why weren't people wearing the masks? Because they, they're like, whatever, you, you know, whatever, we're young, all that. You know how, you know how people's attitudes are. Plus, it's like, whatever, we're, I mean, I hope, you know, people who are like, whatever, were vaccinated. But even some people who are like, whatever, some people are vaccinated, so that's less pressure on me. This is where in Pompano? Huh? This was in Pompano? This was in Pompano Beach. I'm trying to look at the statistics of how coronavirus and Pompano beat. You might get better uh, searching by the county. Why did you yawn? Uh, I, I don't know. I just, a yawn just came out. You made me yawn. Oh, well. Better drink some more of that ginger ale and uh, perk up. Perk up. You. Turn down for what? Okay, so what what county is Pompano in? Should be in Broward County, right? I mean, granted, uh, cases since April have been going down, down, down. The vulnerability level is very high. Oh, I don't doubt it. I don't doubt that. I was talking to my neighbor yesterday. Shout out to her, by the way. And she's um, she's from Venezuela, and she was telling us how Venezuela is on a major lockdown because people keep dying. The rates are super high. I mean, again, it's it's people people get people get wild with it. Think about all the places that have had spikes. I mean, the UK keeps having to have lockdowns. Um, yeah, we're not going to see that here with, uh, nah, come on. sentence. Yeah, exactly. With white. Well, damn. I'm looking at the difference in Cyrix's arm from his upper arm to his lower arm. You are as white as me, baby. I am not. <laughs> wow. You were offended too. <laughs> What's wrong with being as pink as me? I just spit up everywhere. <laughs> you okay there? Yeah. Got a little too excited. <laughs> too excited about your strawberryness? Yes. Delicious. Huh? Um I I'm just no. They they like this is this is definitely not as light as you. No. <laughs> no, but I definitely have lost a lot of my tan. Why? 
haven't been to the pool or the beach in a, in a long time. I haven't been to the pool in the entire... I still haven't been to this pool. Me either. Two years. Me either. Yeah. Remember every time I wanted to have a pool day, something happened? Yeah. Down south. Oh, baby. <laughs> down, down, down. Um, so. Interesting stuff going on. Well, let me start off. Can I start? Let me start. Let me start. Let me of start. Of can, baby. So, we are in June. We are in June now. It That's is, right. It is Pride Month. Yes, shout out to the LGBTQIA community. Yeah, it is Pride Month. But I want to talk about Ron death sentence. Oh. And his uh little bill that he signed yesterday. Oh. Yeah. So yesterday he signed uh the transgender bill transgender athlete bill into law on the first day of Pride Month. And this just makes me hate this man even more. I mean, why? He's, he's, uh, what's it called? He's not, it's not, it's not like he's doing anything new. Christy Noem already did this in South Dakota. Greg Abbott, I'm pretty sure, already did this in, in Texas. It's a slap in the face to do it on the first day of Pride Month. You know what he wants? He, he wants the points. He wants to out, he wants to out Republican them. He wants to out Trump them. So I have a lot of... It's all a game to them. I have a lot of concerns here. Allow me to explain. Oh, of course. I'm not agreeing with him, by the way. I'm just... I'm just... I'm just a little bit like, are you surprised by this? No. So he signed a bill that bars transgender females from playing on public school teams that are intended for student athletes born as girls, which plunges the state into the national culture war over transgender rights. Are you on the NPR article, too? Is that where you are? Yeah! Hey... Um, In Florida, girls are going to play girls' sports and boys are going to play boys' sports. I, I didn't nail like his inflection, but I definitely I think I nailed it. How, he says this as he signed the bill at a private Christian academy in Jacksonville. That would not be subject to the law, apparently. A private Christian academy. I need you to keep in mind that these private schools have these taxes that are implemented upon them schools that are affiliated with a religion such as a christian school they're tax exempt Mm. keep in mind that part of this exemption i love the way you're looking at me right now part of these exemptions are that they will not affiliate religion with politics Oh, we're not doing, we're not affiliating religion with, we just had the governor. He just wanted to do it here. I don't know why he'd want to do it here in particular, but we were just so happy to have him. <laughs> Let's see how that whole tax exemption is going to happen mm. or it's going to cost because a lot of people are actually signing things for them to get that tax exemption to be removed because they're, they're mixing politics and religion. Who's a lot of people though? Like. In the Florida House and the Florida in the in Florida the, Senate in the floor in Florida in general there are petitions okay. because uh, the only what's it called the only Democrat that I ever hear about in the like in in the Florida House 
or is she in the Florida Senate, is Eskamani. Mm. I'm sure she doesn't like this, but I mean, you yeah. know, we never hear of... And, uh, let's see. I was looking at my... While well, you look for that up. I was looking yesterday because I saw someone with a MAGA hat. And I was looking yesterday at somebody's Facebook story and I saw they were wearing a MAGA hat. And I was like, oh, God, time to friend you. Uh-huh. I didn't, though. I feel like people will eventually see the light. So Nikki Freed is jumping into the race. Yes. She announced it yesterday. And, uh, damn, that's going to be, that's going to be intense that she's going to be, wait, hold up, hold up. Okay. All right. So, so Nikki Freed announced it yesterday that she's going to, that she's entering the race, but let's see. Yeah. We, she stood up my whole life for those who needed a fighter. That's awesome. Oh, she's the only statewide elected Democrat. That's right. She's a commissioner of agriculture. Yeah. Hold up. Yeah, I saw people putting like, oh, I've seen her name on the gas pumps. Right? Yeah, because we have... That's right, the lieutenant governor is is a Republican as well. Oh, okay. Um, Sorry. Jeanette Nunez. To check, check this chick out. Oh, I hate her. She looks like she just does what? Ever whatever the, the, the corporate the corporate people Okay, tell her I don't do. hate her. Hate is a strong word. But let me tell you what this trick is trying to do. What is she trying to do? So not too long ago, I got an email from work email. Someone higher up. Not in my company, outside, in our network, saying we need client names because Fulana here wants to call clients and talk to them. Uh, about how COVID has impacted them. You waited a year and a half for this? Like, why weren't you doing this at the beginning of COVID? Or in the middle of COVID, when you saw the situation was not getting better? Why is why has DeSantis been hiding numbers? Yeah. So she wanted to talk to clients who live alone, no caregivers. Uh, oh, I, I guess that's fine. Because personally, I th- I think personally she's trying to like get votes. That's what I think they're doing. Yeah, she's trying to she's trying to feed some to to somebody susceptible. Yep. So you know what I did? What'd you do? I gave him a couple of challenging clients for them to call. Oh, nice. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. So I'm looking at the uh, the two houses of the Florida uh, legislature. So, 24 to 16 uh, in favor of Republicans in the Senate. If I'm correct, that, that's a supermajority. So, the Senate, if something gets through the House, it's going to get through the Senate. Like, if the Republicans get something through the House, it's for sure going to make it to Ron DeSantis' desk. Mm. Now, let's see. What is 60%? Oh, shit. They have a, they have a, they have like a super super majority. They have sixty five percent in yeah. the in the house. Wow. Wow. Okay. So this is just firmly in the hold of Republicans until, unless there's any special elections this year. Is that how much a representative makes? Yeah, twenty five thousand nine um twenty five six ninety seven per year plus per diem. 
Substance. No, 29.697. What did I say? 25. Sorry, 29.697. Do you really think that's how much they make? Because these, these people lived a good life here. I think that's what compels them to, to be so subservient to corporate interests. What, 30,000? But, but I don't want to do a job other than this. Yeah. Um, hey, uh, Purdue, you guys want to do what? That's going to dirty up the ocean? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. How, how much? Yeah, yeah, we're doing it. Yeah. Hello, FPNL. Um, wait, what? That's going to jack up the prices how high? Jeez, I don't know if my constituents have been complaining about their FPNL prices, man. Wait, how much? Oh, yeah, do whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> Give me another one. Give me somebody else. Give me somebody else. Somebody else who's probably working in Florida. Who's working in Florida? Um, American Airlines. Wait, you're du- you're charging double for tickets now? Not to me though, right? Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I get it. No. Hustlers got to hustle. How am I gonna sell this on the floor though? Wait, how much? Oh, I'll figure it out. Don't worry. That's what that's what this has to be. It has to be because nobody first of all, twenty nine thousand is not a livable wage. A By no means. And I doubt that any of the I doubt that any of those Republicans, any of those how many? A hundred and two Republicans. I doubt a single one of them is living in an apartment. Oh no. Unless it's like a nice ass, luxury ass apartment. Oh no. That they just love because they because it's just got so much access to it's got so much access to the city let's take a look actually at the florida senate all right um look at that it just got jammed into a into a district in tallahassee my guess is a lot of these districts are are just minority districts being lumped together Who's that guy in, is it South Carolina? No, it's Mississippi. Mississippi. Yeah. There he is. Benny Thompson. He's the one who's like against the, uh, um, what is it? He's against the parts of the For the People Act that, that forbid gerrymandering because it'll take away black voting power. What the hell are you talking about, dude? Is it though? The thing is that it's going it, to, in fact, it'll, it'll, it'll actually, I see how it could, it, there is a, a small possibility of it affecting, you know, but I also think that's bullshit because I think, it, because I, he's a, he's a conservative Democrat. Mm. And honestly, I think that's just his kind of way to weasel in there without saying, um, all like. In a, in a, in this kind of black district, that's kind of the only way I can win. Otherwise, these progressives will 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 primary me out, and um, and then socialism. You guys want socialism? There you go, throwing out the S word. I, I could see him doing it. Oh, <laughs> I could see it. I could see it. I just, I don't know. He gives me bad vibes. Sorry, Betty Thompson. You give me bad vibes. He does. <sighs> So, um, let's see. Oh, the thing that was fucking me up was the fact that 
Charlie Crist is is uh, he's gonna he's gonna you know run as a Democrat as well. He's been a Democrat for a while, but he's gonna run for the for uh, governor. Mm. You know who else said that she's seriously considering it? Annette Tadeo. Oh. No, thank you. No thanks. No. 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 <laughs> no. No. No, just no. Why? Just no. Because she just she just gives me way too many of these of these conservative democrat vibes. She just seem it just seems like like she'll be another Debbie McCarcel Powell or Donna Shalala. We just don't need that. Hmm. I had high hopes for for Shalala. Did you? I kind of did at first. I had the only hopes I had for her was not was not Republican. I mean, I guess I got that, but I don't know why I expected more out of her. Oh wow! So so Tadeo has run for like actual, you know, not actual, but like congressional seats. I shouldn't get them. Yeah, she won the special election for dis- for Senate for state Senate District Forty. Remember after uh, after Frank Frank Artelis' scandal. Yeah. And she won her seat back in in twenty twenty uh, twenty I guess twenty eighteen I don't know. Mm. I don't know. I'll, I'll have to learn about like more what she's about, but it just seems like. Let's see. She was oh, she was one of she was one of several Democratic House candidates targeted by Russian hackers. Oh, um, can we just look? The Russians are on the side of the Republican Party. Come on. Um, at least at least the ones that the ones that Putin is is, is siding with the 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 Russian hackers that Putin likes. They're for they're they're looking to undermine they're looking to undermine uh, the Democratic Party in any way they can. Hmm. It it just it just seems that way because look there's this there's the fact that um, they intervened in twenty sixteen there's the fact that they intervened in twenty twenty. They it did they it's just you know it's it's been proven. Just like how, just like how there was um, Iranian. Were there Iranian hackers? Were there were there hackers? Or just Iranian propaganda. Propaganda. There was definitely propaganda um, against uh, Trump. Because Trump is just too uh, too volatile, for, you know, for Iran's liking. She's won a few times though, like positions. Who? Tadeo. Okay. You know what? I'm gonna have to learn more about her politics. Maybe, maybe she could surprise us. Hmm. I don't know. It just seems like a lot of the. It just seems like a lot of the ones in the. Like it seems like a lot of the known I mean, Democrats. Right now, right now, she's a member of the Senate. Yeah, the the state Senate. Oh, it seems like a lot of the known. Oh. Oh no no. The Democratic Progressive Caucus of Florida was backing her back in 2017 to win the special election. 
Okay, so charter and voucher school, accountability, gun safety, state preemption of local control, and access to affordable health care. That's where, okay, that's why I kept linking her to Charlie Chris because they ran together. They ran together. Oh, what's Emily's list? Oh, okay, they're a national abortion rights group. They have, back in 2015, they gave her support. They, they, they list her as a strong progressive. Oh. With the record of standing up for Florida's women and families. Okay. All right, then. Um, and she was running against uh, Carlos Curbelo. I don't like his face. Yeah, what, what, was this, what was this race for? I don't remember, but his face is like... <sighs> uh, was it for the... I think it was for the 26th... It was for the 26th Congressional District. Okay. I see. So, by the way, whatever happened to Joe Garcia? I remember hearing about him back in the day. I don't really know much about him. Let's see. That you're, this district, this 26th district has gone through some turbulence. Look at that. Oh, wow. Yeah. Sounds like they really know how to scare people with, uh, with the threat of socialism. <laughs> this dude alone served more time than, or served, served the same time as them put together. Yeah. Let's read his face. Oh yeah, yeah. He got such a punchable face, but but Carlos Jimenez is way more punchable. Um. And what's the other one? So what else is going on in uh or with? Democratic Minority Whip. That's what she is now. Yeah. Oh, cool. So back to this uh, this article with with Ron DeSantis. <laughs> we went on a little. Yeah, big tangent there. Yeah. In Florida, girls are going to play girls sports and boys are going to play boys sports. We're going to make sure that that's the reality. Like this guy seems like such a fucking impudent jackass. He seems like I used to have this this friend that used to just annoy me. With his, you know, with his conservative, just, it, it wasn't the fact that he was just, just conservative. Because if you're just conservative and you leave people alone, whatever. But it's the fact that he just, like, he, he would always talk to people in such a way. And he would always push his beliefs on people. And, and, oh my goodness. Yeah, that's what, uh, Death Sentence does. The, the, he, like, the way, the way that these guys talk just reminds me of How each other. How old is he? Ron DeSantis? Yeah. I'll look it up. You keep going with that. That's okay. I got it. He is 42. Why does, he 43 think like a, why does he think like a 70-year-old? I think it's like both a 70-year-old and a 7-year-old. Oh. 
So, huh, I love this. The new law, sure to be challenged as unconstitutional, inflames an already contentious discussion unfolding nationally as Republican-controlled states move to limit the rights of LGBTQIA people. I, I'm adding the IA because it seems like some... Seems like a lot of people can't just can't just throw that in there. Like it's two more letters. <laughs> Whose advocates were particularly annoyed that the legislation was signed on the first day of Gay Pride Month. Mm-hmm. But see, that's the thing. He did it on purpose. He wanted to sign this days ago, but then he was like, either he or somebody who's you know maybe his PR or his publicist or whatever, somebody came up with the idea. You know what? It, it, it Gay Pride Month starts in a couple days. What better message to send? Because, see, these are the type of people, and I want you you to also pay attention. The same way there's levels to racism, there's levels to homophobia. Mm -hmm. And some people only consider transphobia to be a level of homophobia. That their hatred runs that deep. Yeah. So, it's where they are, it's like, oh, I... I don't mind the I don't mind the gays. It's just you know, it's just them. It's just them trans people. I don't. That's that's the. I mean that's that's a nice way of putting it. You know they'd use the f word and the and the t word. Oh yeah. Oh my goodness, this is this is pretty sad. He's he's really catching himself right now in a position. He's putting himself in a position where. Um. Things might not go well for him in the future. And one of the issues that he has right now is the whole vaccines passports thing. He's against them. Yeah. He's like, oh, we're not doing vaccine passports. Keep in mind, Florida has a lot of ports for cruise lines. Yo, that's true. And that's a lot of that's a lot of money that could be lost. That's a lot of money that could be lost because a lot of these cruise lines are requesting. They ought to. Yeah, the vaccine passports, or at least you know proof that you're getting your vaccines. Mm-hmm. Um. Common sense, people. Like, you have to submit them for school, though. Like, do you get me? Like, you have to submit them for school. What's the problem with submitting it now that you're older? Just in general. Because freedom. Then don't don't renew your car tag. Yo, exactly. Don't renew your car tag. Um, Drive with that shit illegally. Why? The government ain't gonna rule your life. Yeah, put a stop payment on your insurance. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, goodness. That that was, I like that. That was a really good... Hype! That was a really good way to put that. Um, but here's what he thinks he's doing. Because the thing is, who's really fighting this on a national level? All the, fi- all the fights that are going on are taking place in state houses, in state senates. Mm-hmm. The Democrats that are really fighting this are are state elected they're not nationally elected yeah and i mean you know what the fuck can um what the fucking aoc do here yeah she can't she really can't um she can push harder for you know what they should be doing is is playing more ads showing showing ron desantis um, signing that bill that he signed, he didn't. Re- it wasn't a real signature, but he the the one that he signed, um, at like on Fox and Friends. Mm-hmm. They should be showing that in a commercial. Like, look what he's look what he's willing to do. He's willing to play with people's lives just to look good on Fox. Mm-hmm. That that needs to be in an ad. 
Um, but the media. Yeah, just the fact, and just him having having his freaking like, just just his little his little like childlike smile when he's about taking taking away people's rights. That needs to be in more ads. How Grinch of him. People need to be people need to be playing that more. Um, I want to be hearing more from Val Demings. Hmm. I understand she also she's in a in a similar position to AOC in the fact that they're in the U.S. House and thus not really in too much of a position to to you know directly fight uh, state laws. But this is her. This is an opportunity for her. I mean, doesn't she want to? Doesn't she want to run for this for for U.S. Senate in uh, for Florida? She's taking on Rubio. Yeah. So this is an opportunity for her. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe the same goes, in fact, let's take a look at Florida's, um, Ron DeSantis was, he was in the U.S. House? He was? For, for the 6th District. He must have been very quiet then, because I don't remember hearing about him. I do not remember, oh, wow, that includes Daytona Beach. Ish. So... It means uh, shout out Louis. Our boy Louis is probably has probably had to deal with him for much longer. <laughs> so let's see here. Um, for Florida's congressional districts, because now we only have ten Democrats and uh, sixteen Republicans. Yeah, where's Al Lawson? I don't I don't hear him talking about this. Well, Stephanie Murphy. Darren, I'm not gonna lie. He doesn't look. He he looks kind of conservative to me. <laughs> I don't know. He's from Orlando though, and he represents uh the the ninth district in the Kissimmee area. Um. Yeah, point is, there's, oh my God, there, there's just a lot that could be done. There's ads that could be out there, you know, showing, showing people who, and and I don't mean, I, I don't mean aiming this at conservatives because he's doing what he's doing what what most Republicans in the state want. Mm. But there's a lot of untapped voters who you'll be surprised might actually be might actually be Democratic. A lot of people who just feel disillusioned because they feel like neither party's doing anything for them. That's, you know, that's a big thing nationwide, honestly. Mm-mm. But come on, like, we're... I was watching a video saying that that Democrats are in a, in a position and this month is basically the month to, to really come through and show that, that Democrats in government have some fight in them. Otherwise, this is the this is the month where it's just gonna show. Okay, they had an opportunity, they missed it, and from here on out, it was the Republicans had it in the bag, and that's how they won twenty twenty two. Twenty twenty two. This is a sense. This is sensitive shit. I'm just saying. Um, speaking of houses, though, because I mean that's really all. Okay, this this uh. Wait a second.
So the NCAA, they, they, the NCAA is actually trying to be inclusive. They just require that transgender women get treatment to lower their testosterone levels mm-hmm. before they can compete in women's sports. They probably want to do that anyway. Yeah. So, you know, it's, I'm, I'm sure that's not too... I'm sure that doesn't that doesn't equate to, you know, say a wrestler who wants to go up a weight class. He starts eating calteen bars. Mm. <laughs> he buys them from Regina George. <laughs> Goodness. The final wording of the Fairness in Women's Sports Act. That's another thing as the the Republican Party is really good at naming their shit. They. Oh wow, there was a re- there was almost a requirement in this act, uh, requiring transgender athletes in high schools and colleges undergo genetic testing, testosterone or genetic testing, and submit to having their genitalia examined. Wow! Wow! Talk about an invasion of privacy. Yeah, we're going to make sure, we're going to make sure there's no penises in that women's locker room. But conservatives, right? Right. Let's see. But the legislation signed by the governor advances an underlying principle asserted by supporters. Biological differences between males and females make it unfair for... Athletes identified as boys at birth to compete on teams for girls and women. The law would not bar female athletes, you know, that, that I mean, I, I get that we, I get, I get NPR that you're trying to word it the way they worded it, but I don't see any quotations here, so I'm going to, I'm going to fix it for them. The law would not bar trans men from playing on boys or men's teams. So this is just this is just send picking on this is just picking on trans women, trying to say that trans women aren't really women, but not trying to get in the way of trans men identifying as men, which means this is, I mean, this is basically a uh, a sexist sandwich. Yep. With a transphobic bun. Yep. And transphobic toppings, of course. Yep. So, on t- their their true concern, they they're really showing their hand. Their true concern is trans women, because they see them as men, and therefore men are a threat. Um, men, as they say, trying to be women, basically. Um, from their perspective, quote, women trying to be men, that's not a threat Mm-mm. because at the end of the day, those are still fragile. I'm going to affect that same accent because even though this is, even though this is just like, you know, your everyday, like working class person who, th- who seems to, anybody can be a fucking transphobe. Like people are, people, we're not, we're not, we as a, we as a human race are not doing well with, tra- with trans people. Let's, let's be, let's be real on that. Nope. Just because some of us aren't don't have our heads up our asses don't mean a lot of people 
don't not have their heads up their asses. Wow. Um, this sounds like it goes against a lot of, uh, you know, civil liberties. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's, it's going to be challenged. There's no way. I just can't see it. So let's see here. So we got some news from the, we got some updates from the America First Tour. <laughs> the America First Tour. Um, uh, Who do we want to talk about first? Do we want to talk about Gates or Green? Let's talk about Marge and her horse face. So fucking Marge Green, the representative from the 14th district of, uh, of Georgia. One of the QAnon leaders. Mm-hmm. Basically. Yeah. She was on stage. I mean, they really think this is a fucking comedy tour. Yeah. She was on stage. She did a little Mexican accent. Uh, a terrible Mexican accent. Um, trying to allege that they, in her little speech about how the border situation... How they, how the, 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 the Mexicans at the border love, like, who are allegedly just crossing day, you know, several, like, it looks, it's from, from how she would explain it, like 2,000 a day are just getting in. Um, and, and they're, they're just jumping over willy nilly and they're, they're loving Biden and she affected an accent to really illustrate this perspective. Um, I am not going to play this shit on the show, so I'm just going to pause this real quick so I can just watch this and have a proper reaction. Wow. We'll be right back. She's a dumbass. So. She's I, not even a funny comedian. Oh, no, nah, it was awful. So I stand corrected. She wasn't saying this about uh, Mexicans in general, which I guess is a, like 0.01% better. She was talking specifically about the cartels. The cartels love Biden, according to her. Then she proceeds to do that horrific impression, uh, saying that, you know, illustrating, because she couldn't just leave it at the cartels Biden, uh, loving Biden. She literally had just said that. Um, then she she acknowledges that it's a terrible impression, which what, is supposed to humanize her. No, nope. fuck you. And then she does this kind of like, she does this laugh that involves her making like an Urkel face. I mean, that's probably just her laugh. Her new thing on Twitter is Fire Fauci. That's her new thing. Fire Fauci. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't get that. What happened? Um. Um. But yeah, this needs to be an ads. This needs to be an ad. Somebody How said is she this. Still on Twitter? Somebody said this. Somebody named Jeff Leon. Uh, he said, "This may be the single most offensive and incoherent <laughs> thirty seconds I've ever heard come out of the mouth of a federally elected official." The Mexican accent imitation should be played ad nauseum on Hispanic radio and TV. She should be the death knell of GOP Hispanic outreach. I couldn't agree more. This that should be paired. With anybody in Florida, California, New York, 
any any uh, tech, especially Florida and Texas. That should be played all day. Um, in Florida and Texas, on Telemundo, on Univision, um, what's it called? On Estrella TV, on Galavision. All of them. Galavision. Yeah. Wow. Uh, what's the other one? Unimas. Yes, Unimas. Yes. Uh, NBC Universo. Um, what's, what's my Twitter handle? What's the one that used to be MTV3? No, I think that's NBC Universo now. Basically, all the all the Hispanic channels. This needs to be played even on like the, um, even the even the what's it called? This needs to be sent to the channels that you only get on like Directv from from having like the Spanish the Spanish package. You know, like the specifically Puerto Rican channels and the Cuban channels and the there's like two Dominican channels. I think one of them's on Dish and one of them's on on uh, Directv. This needs to be played on all of them. Um, and it needs to be juxtaposed with clips of Matt Gates showing her love. Of uh, any freak, any Hispanic politician who shows her love, that needs to be, that needs to be juxtaposed with that. I love this. I honestly thought she was a stand-up comedian who was bombing in front of the cr- in front of the crowd. Uh, when you divide an average IQ in half, you get Q. <laughs> We're watching the birth of a third political party. Let's call them idiocrats. Yep. Um, let's see. Someone should tell me. Oh, someone should tell her that for some that someone who was attacked for being a racist should definitely not do be not be doing accents. Ooh, I just found uh. Say it with me. And it's a uh, it's one of those uh what's it called? One of those um at the optometrist. Those like you you like say that like what letter is this? Pendeja. Yeah. <laughs> I just found a Twitter page. It's called Marjorie Taylor Greene's Rotten Brain. Oh shit, nice. Hashtag GQP Clown Grass Woman Pro Fascism Pro Q Spiracy pro bigotry 100% pro jism gun loving anti reality anti masker whack job hashtag nutzarella nutzarella yeah oh my goodness please send that to me and somebody <laughs> once again marjorie three names answers the question why aren't there any conservative comedians Because con- because conservative values are not funny. They're just not. Because as we learn more, as the world learns more. <laughs> I just found a conservative victim card. Check one or more options below. Choose a scapegoat for your unhappiness and overall failure in life. Ooh. Minorities. Uh-huh. Immigrants. Mm. Non-Christians. Ah. <laughs> 
Somebody, uh, somebody tweets, GOP leader, fucking do something. This does not represent the Republican Party. And I love the response. Oh, but it does now. And Kevin, look how he spelled Kevin. Oh, God. <laughs> yes, Kevin, uh, in reference to Kevin, to, to um, House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy, uh, California 25 or 23. Who cares? Uh, and Kevin won't stop it because it makes them money. So, she raises a lot of money. So I'm going to read something to you. I'm not going to give the officer's name. Okay. Or the police department he's from. But there's a police department in a city. In a city. Can I say the state? Honestly, you can say all that shit. Okay, in Denver. Okay. So the thing, the Denver page says, it is with great sadness we share the 33-year-old passing of uh, Denver Sheriff's Deputy blah, blah, blah. He passed away last evening from COVID-19 complications. We ask that you keep his family in your thoughts and prayers and respect the privacy during this difficult time. Are you ready for what the guy had on his page? I'm ready. I don't care if you've had your vaccine. And I have an immune system. I well, that didn't work out well. I was about to say clearly, uh, clearly, Mother Nature begs to differ. Yep. Yeesh. So, Colorado. Uh, this was where again? Denver. Yeah. Look at that weird little district in Denver. Hmm. Oh, wait a second. Wait a second, baby. Look. Look at the district. Now look at Denver. It's basically Den- her district, uh, that is to say Diana DeGette's district, is basically Denver with some more, with, some, with a little bit south. <laughs> I mean, I guess. That alone, and look at how much Lauren Boebert represents. Well, look at that's that's like more than half the state. Oh, I can't stand her, Lauren Bober and her stupid ass shit on Twitter. Five sixty nine, and Diana Deget represents eight fifty two eight sixteen. Her district is like tiny compared to Lauren Bobert's, and she still represents more people. Shout out Diana Deget. Um, that's she's the U.S. representative for Cal- for Colorado one. And fuck Lauren Boebert. Uh, same thing, but Colorado 3. So what did Lauren Boebert do this time? She... Lauren Kubert is what we should call her. Yeah. So she's she's complaining about... Because you know the whole Fauci emails thing? There's a whole chaos right now. I actually now. don't know. I'm not going to lie. You should you should lay that out for us. I, I don't know much about it. I'm learning about oh, it with okay. Lauren Boebert's here tweets. Because she's upset. Because nobody asked Jen Psaki. Is that her name? Psaki? Jen Psaki? Yeah. Nobody asked her a single question about the Fauci emails. That's because Doug Ducey is like he comes through with bullshit ass questions. He's he he tries to take up the most time of her questioning and he comes through with bullshit ass questions. She snapped at him a couple days. I mean, you know, White House snapped at him, but still. I like her her she oh my god, I can't stand her. Lauren Bobert, conservative for Congress. <sighs> right? 
Okay, so where are these? She looks like instead of sweat, she exudes hate when she jogs. So she she wrote... <laughs> I saw a lot of people on the border yesterday, but Kamala Harris was nowhere in sight. We've been we've been needing to fire Fauci for months now, but after these Fauci emails, we simply cannot wait another day. How many lives could have been saved if these people were worried more about science and the PR? This bitch still didn't even fucking pass the scientific method. And she's here bitching about science? Alright, so who do I want to read this article from? Because the first three are from the Washington Post who wants me to pay. CNN... Maybe. I'll, I'll come back. I'll come back to that one. Fox News? Uh, no, thank you. Mm-mm. Yahoo News. What conservatives see in the Fauci emails? All right, guys. We're going to jump from the tour. We'll come back, we'll come back to the America First tour. Dr. F- Dr. Anthony Fauci's emails released through an F- uh, a Freedom of Information Act request are a Rorschach test. Uh, to Senator Rand Paul, they revealed a the nation's top infectious expert and his frequent sparring partner to be a liar. Told you, Paul said. Can't wait to see the media try to spin this. On cue, CNN tweeted thousands of emails from and to Fauci reveal the weight that came from his role as a rare source of frank honesty within the Trump administration's COVID-19 task force. That's not how most conservatives view the email exchanges about masks or theories about the virus's organs, uh, origins. Where liberals see a beleaguered official, conservatives see in emails private counsel that is more equivocal than, than Fauci's public announcements when not diametrically opposed. Huh. Okay, so... Um, Says that the polarization predated him. Okay, this is not a helpful article. <laughs> oh, all right. So we got we got this on BuzzFeed. All right. I understand Vice President Pence has ordered you not to inform the public about the coronavirus without approval. This is quite terrifying, especially since Trump has already shown his desire to spread false or incomplete information about this public health crisis. This is an email that Fauci received uh, from in February 28th, on February 28th, 2020, in an urgent email. Uh, she had tracked down his email, um, which is not easily accessible on government websites, and it was quite a pressing question. She was planning to fly uh, domestically tomorrow. Is it safe? He said there is much misinformation. I have actually I have not been muzzled at all by the by the vice president. And by the way, it is safe to fly domestically. Blank something redacted. All right, so. Yeah, I had to get a little comfortable there. So more than 3,200 pages of emails covering from January to June 2020 provide a rare glimpse at how Fauci approached his job during this health crisis. Uh, described as the biggest of the last century, which, you know, I can't disagree with. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's trying to take me to another. All right, so the emails reviewed 
uh, reveal him sparring over an anti an antiviral drug with a former Obama administration health advisor named Ezekiel Emanuel. Fielding questions about vaccines, receiving an update from Mark Zuckerberg on Facebook's plans for a coronavirus information hub. Okay. Zuckerberg also asked whether the social media company could provide resources to accelerate vaccine testing. Fauci even responded to an offer from Morgan Fairchild to use her Twitter account on his behalf. We see a letter from Mark Zuckerberg to Fauci. Tony, I want to send a note of thanks for your leadership and everything you're doing to make, to make our country's response to this outbreak as effective as possible. I want to share a few ideas. Uh, let's see, this isn't public yet, but we're building a, communi- a coronavirus information hub. Put it at the top of Facebook for 200 million Americans, 2.5 billion people worldwide. To make sure people get authoritative information from reliable sources, encourage, encourage uh, practicing social distancing, and um, should be live within 48 hours. Okay. From Fauci to Courtney Billet. Um, I will write. Okay, so 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 Fauci was interested in this. Oh gosh, I need some. I need some help, like sifting through this shit. Like, oh my goodness. All right. So so we see some of the letters here. We could do our th- our, our research emails? on this. Yeah, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to get some more some more info on this and come back to y'all. Because it looks like there's just a lot to sift through. <laughs> oh, gosh. This is just a website full of emails. Wow. Okay. Here we go. Five biggest revelations. Thank you, Newsweek. One, a Bill Gates advisor was worried about Fauci's health. Um, I see you on TV almost every day. Although you continue to have considerable energy, I'm seriously worried about you. The nation and the world absolutely need your leadership. Fauci offered support to a Chinese health official. Uh, George Gao from a uh, director of the Chinese Center for Disease Control and Prevention. You mean the Chinese CDC? <laughs> well, CDCP, really. Uh, let's see. Experts worry that COVID-19 could look engineered. I mean, isn't that what people have, have, the- have had little theories about the entire time? Yeah. Um, Fauci had said in February, on February 5th, in a February 5th email from last year, that uh, he had advised, he advised against wearing masks, and he said masks bought in a store would not be effective at protecting against the virus. He said masks are for really infected people to prevent them from spreading infection, well, again, this is this is before the shit became a whole fucking pandemic. Uh, it will provide some slight benefit. Yeah, 
basically at the time it was very it was very much considered a low risk situation and he was uncomfortable with people's fascination with him hmm. um let's see a Cuomo crush and Fauci fever goodness okay So, let me see if there's any. All right. Um from from what we're finding out so far, this is dumb. Yeah. This isn't news. This is just a man who was doing his job. Like I mean, granted it's nice that some of these articles are highlighting, you know, all the pressure that he was under. And I mean, it I think it I think it's good to showcase the pressure that doctors are under in general. Because, you know, how much time do we spend talking about doctors? Mm-hmm. Like act like individual doctors, not just, oh, doctors are doing this and doctors, but an individual doctor with a name. Like, not that not that all doctors don't have names, but you get me. Um, and the, 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 the people who are consuming this this literature, for lack of a better way to say it, um, these are the same type of people. Who have been on, you know, whenever, whenever people, whenever young people appear to be imitating entertainers too much, they get all up in norms like, well, the problem is that the kids are, you know, they like, they follow the actors and the rappers and the athletes too much. <laughs> Bro, that's who they think is cool. Yeah. And media doesn't help because who, who does media talk about? Actors, rappers, and politicians. Yeah. I mean, politicians. Actors, rappers, and athletes. The only politicians they talk about are politicians who are trending then. You know, friggin' Ted Cruz, he has to keep his name. He has to keep his stupid-ass name in the news. Fucking Marco Rubio, he has to keep his stupid-ass name in the news. That's why, that's why Ron DeSantis has been as extra as he is. He needs... He needs his name in the news as much as he can if he's going to make anywhere near a, a successful uh, bid to become the Republican nominee for president in 2024. That's what a lot of these a lot of these politicians want. I don't doubt Greg Abbott wants it. Mm. I don't doubt Christy Noem wants it. You know? Um, who is it? People are. I heard. I heard somebody convinced that uh, that Joe Manchin just wants to be governor again, rather that he's not so much into being senator. He's more. He was. He he liked being governor more, and then and that that's like ultimately what he'd like, and yeah, that's why he tries to appeal so much to the conservatives in West Virginia. It's the power. It's the power. Yeah. West Virginia has a pretty entrance, I will admit. Like when you're driving on I seventy seven, I'm gonna just show it to you as I look for it. It's pretty entrance. It's a bridge. That is nice. I was just looking up. Uh... Oh, never mind. Okay, I don't know why I keep confusing West Virginia with um, with Kentucky. 
West Virginia. Wild and wonderful. Okay, I guess. <laughs> I still can't get over the fact that the um, the governor of West Virginia is... Jim Justice? The, not just that. It's the fact that it's the guy... It's the richest motherfucker. Jim Justice is the richest nigga in, uh, in West Virginia. That's right. We, we talked about this a yeah. few episodes ago. He inherited a coal mining business. Uh... And built a business empire with 94 companies, including a, a luxury resort. Basically, that means he probably employs more than half the state. Yep. Hey, if you vote for me, I'll keep business here in West Virginia. Right? Yeah. Yep, yeah, just like that. <sighs> Georgia's entrance is not that pretty. Yeah, you probably see a picture of Brian Kemp. No, it's a picture of Trump. Ah... <laughs> it's a peach. So, back to the tour. Back to the tour. Now let's talk about Matt Gates. Uh, so Matt Gates fucked up on two I mean, two additional fronts. He's been he's been fucking up. <laughs> Tell us what did he do? So, I'm going to the internet okay all right i had to like make sure that i could still do him yeah. like do his do him and print an impression of him no i'm not gonna kill him yeah you, you when you say it's when you say you're about to do your enemies it sounds like you go it sounds like you're about to kill him so so tell us about uh beavis who's butthead he looks like a butthead he looks more like butthead yeah, yeah he butthead. looks like a butthead that too uh but beavis is the blonde all right let's talk about butthead so um at America First, um, he he did a whole thing against big tech, and uh, this is this is his whole thing. The internet's hole monitors in Silicon Valley, they think they can suppress us, discourage us. Maybe if you're just a little less patriotic, maybe if you just conform to their way of thinking a little more, then you'll be allowed to participate in the digital world. Aww. Little Maddie didn't get to be a digi, a digi Destin when he was a kid. Aw, little Maddie actually thinks he's being suppressed. The Digimon eluded him. Maybe because Digimon wasn't a fucking franchise yet when you were a kid. Or... <laughs> Sorry, Digital World just took me instantly there. Instantly to Digimon. Digimon. Digible, di- digital Monster. <laughs> you almost had it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> You're cute. Thank you. So before I go on to the first to the second little part of his quote, um, I mean again, private companies. When private companies don't want to make a gay cake, suddenly y'all are oh, but private companies, you know, they're a private company. They don't have to do everything. Private company has the yeah, sure, they have the right to uh, to refuse business, sure. The reason the left was all uh, was all up in arms about that is because it's a dumb thing. To, it's a dumb flag to fall on. It's a dumb fucking. It's a dumb hill to die on. Yeah. But when we're talking about spewing hate speech, spewing disinformation that affects people's lives because we're in the middle of a fucking pandemic. <gasps> Mentira. Right. Yeah, Twitter, you know, has a right and honestly kind of an obligation to its listeners who 
or to its listeners, to its <laughs> users who aren't out here on their bullshit, um, to to keep the the re- the information flowing. The thing about people, and I was thinking about this earlier. Tell me. It's not that people have changed. It's just that words mean more now. Hmm. So the reason that conservatives think there's a big cancel culture is because people had so many safe spaces. Literally, the world was a safe space before the internet. Yeah. I mean, well, it. I mean, granted, of course, there were always volatile places in the world, but America especially has definitely been an incredible safe space for white people since uh, 1783. You know what? I'm going to stay since 1776 because, I mean, let's let's keep it real. Who was... The, we were literally fighting a fucking war. So uh, it was literally for the independence of this country. But anyway, point is, um, it's, it's a fucking company. If you, if you really want to bitch and moan about, about how Twitter doesn't want you to like, uh, you know, doesn't want you to spread their disinformation. I mean, technically, or your disinformation, technically you can, but don't sit here and talk about your fucking, your fucking canceled while you're on tour with this giant platform. That's not canceled. Twitter doesn't want me to think. Imagine being on your show talking about we're canceled. Like, I mean, granted, you could say that if you've been canceled and this is your last episode. But come on, you can't be out here talking about, oh, we're getting canceled. The the left is trying to cancel us. And then you have six more shows. <laughs> and you actually, you and you never planned for six, for, for a seventh show after that. Like, come on. That, that just means you finished your, you, that means you finished your show. Well, you know what? Silicon Valley can't cancel this movement or this rally. Exactly. Or this congressman. We have a second amendment in this country and I think we have an obligation to use it. Wait, what? I I beg your pardon, congressman? On whom? On whom have have we this obligation to use a second amendment. Tell me on uh, whom. Jeez. Um and and Adam Kinzinger, I like this. Uh Adam Kinzinger's a hell of a wild card. Cuz sometimes he's like uh no, this is way too much. We this the Republican Party does not stand for this. But then they're like, I mean, but you got to pay attention to, you know. So what did he do now? He's a funny guy. But Adam Kinzinger is not okay with this. He is not okay with Matt Gates's shit. I love this. Kevin Lee Father. This, this is, I don't know who this is, but that's a hell of a, that's a hell of a tag. <laughs> Kevin Lee Father. Shout out to you. Um, Florida man, Matt Gates, <laughs> talking about Silicon Valley canceling conservatives and using that quote. And Adam Kinzinger quote tweeted that and said, this is not speech protected by the First Amendment. This is beyond yelling fire in a theater. Mm. Yeah, bro. The Supreme Court has ruled that advocating violence is, is, oh, is constitutionally protected speech 
unless said speech is likely to cause imminent lawless action. Wait a second. Hmm. Waiting? Yeah, what is up with the... Um... So that means it's... That means we're not gonna... It's gonna see, uh... What's it called? Basically repercussions for this guy? Mm. So the comments on this. Alternate headline. Area pedophile incites violence. Oh, threatens violence. <laughs> somebody says, do you need a diaper change to that? Okay. And then somebody's, somebody else says... You're okay with Gates inciting violence against American citizens? I guess he can. Oh, and then somebody else says, after all the calls to violence uh, over the la- against us over the last four years, yes, I'm totally fine with that. To whom? So, so somebody co- comments, what calls to violence are you referring to? Who is us exactly? And uh, will you participate in violence given the opportunity? Let's see. Wow, this is a... uh, Yeah, because comment sections are just utter cancer. (laughs) That's the thing. People in comment sections are like... Half of them are dumb and half of them are like another, at least, no. Yeah, basically half are dumb and the other half are trolls. So, yeah, uh, stay out of comment sections unless there's actual conversation happening. Which is usually not. Not really. Yesterday I read a comment, speaking of trolls. What'd you read? Yesterday I read a comment that said something about how immigrants are coming to get people's jobs. And my response was, what jobs? <laughs> it's like, and I go, who's trying to take your job? I was like, you, you mean people who are actually trying to work? Right. What, like, right, what, what job are they going for? Yeah. Y- are you talking about, um, what's it called? Some Mexican with an engineering degree is really coming for, you know, your, um. McDonald's job? Honestly. <laughs> No, I, I even let's say let's say they are they coming for your for your office job. Don't be mad at the immigrant who's coming for your job. Be mad at the employer. Exactly. Exactly. What if what if what if you what if they do they get your job and they take it for less money? Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, yeah, I I'd I'd be kind of mad at them too. Cause it's like, wait. If you're gonna take if you're gonna take this professional ass job, why would you take it for less money? Mm-hmm. But you know. So, um, there's more there's more shit happening in Texas. Tadas! What's happening in Texas? So they're trying to pass basically it seems like they're just they're just trying to pass all like like all the same bills. All the Republicans are just trying to pass all the same bills. So it's Texas's turn. For a voter suppression bill. Hmm. And uh, I, I I bet the Heritage uh, Action for America had something to do, had part to do with this. Hmm. 
Fuck them. So, um, let's see. Hold up. So they need, I need to look at the Texas house again. Texas House of Representatives. 150. They need 100 people in the building to do business. 100 representatives in the building to do business. Damn. So, here's why Greg Abbott's not happy. Because um, this voter suppression bill, would it would end drive-through voting. It would end 24-hour voting. It would prohibit Sunday voting before 1 p.m. Oh, that's just, you know, uh, just so people, you know, so people can, so people, only people who are supposed to vote, vote. What does the time have to do with that? You're targeting black people. Stop it. Like. They don't see it that way. Well, they do. They just want to convince us that they don't. They see, they see it as anything we can do. Anything we can do to turn up the voting on conservatives and turn down the voting on liberals. So, uh, Texas House Democrats just walked out. Oh. They walked out. There's 67 of them. Almost all of them walked out. If not all of them, actually. So, let's see. Where is it? Yeah, the chamber had to adjourn. After hours of debate and delaying Texas, the chamber had to adjourn um, after Democratic lawmakers left in protest, breaking quorum and ending debate. Take note, Democrats. Um, plum- yeah, plummeting the numbers in the room to below 100 legislators, basically. Now, this would also, this bill would also limit voting hours. It would, uh, it would make it more difficult to vote by mail. It would empower partisan poll watchers, which why would you want to do that? Like all the all this fucking shit about oh um but fair, 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 fair like actually you know what? Do they ever really talk about fair? Nope. It seems like they just skip over fair and feel like, oh, but conservatives are being targeted. No, you're not. There's just less of you. There's less of you because your beliefs are not fucking popular. Most Americans want to keep Roe v. Wade. Most Americans want more affordable health care. Most Americans want free college. Preach, baby. Preach. And the easiest way to keep the to keep the um the poor rich game going is by turning it into another type of game. And the only type of game they really have is conservative versus uh, versus progressive. Um, let's see. The final version would preserve elimin- the elimination of 24-hour polling stations and drive-through voting centers. Um, which Harris County... Uh, which is where Houston is. Harris County is a, a big fucking county. Harris County, might, I'm pretty sure, is bigger than Rhode Island, which is a whole state. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it led to record turnout. Record turnout. 
but all they, they don't see that they don't see like the the fact that uh conservatives in harris county voted too they're just like eh, whatever we can do to limit the fuck out of uh to limit the fuck out of all those uh all those uh liberals all those libs in in harris county again where houston is now uh Let's see. And Democratic State Representative Nicole Collier, uh, or Collier, she's the chairwoman of the Texas Legislative Black Caucus. She says, which, you know, is obvious, it would disengage and disenfranchise those who use soul to the polls opportunity. But souls to the polls doesn't mean anything to, to, uh, to a bunch of people who think that Jesus was white and conservative and loves Trump. That's very white. Yeah. I see a lot of these elements were hashed out behind closed doors, probably with Heritage to Action. Mm. Heritage Action for America. They were probably saying they were probably... Democrats have argued that they were largely left in the dark as last minute changes and entirely new provisions were pushed through. What kind of shit is that? Mm. Now, luckily, in the... um, what is it in the Texas House? They don't like the, the Republicans don't have a supermajority. They have it's eighty three to, to sixty seven. Uh, I believe to have they would need ninety for a supermajority. So, um, I just don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen because, because see, uh, Greg Abbott's whole um, his defense against this is. He will he will veto Article Ten of the budget passed by the legislature. Article Ten funds the legislative branch. He said in his tweet he says no pay for those who abandon their responsibilities. Stay tuned. I mean, I hope y'all hold it down. I really do. I really hope y'all hold it down. In this little video from the same article, there was. Uh, what's it called? Rafael Lanchia was uh was actually speaking. Hmm. And he's not he's not with this shit either. I hate every picture of this guy's face. I swear, oh. I, I know I've said this before, but Greg Abbott looks like the villainous version of the guy from Up. He does. Yeah, he doesn't let the kid in the house. Uh. He or or he lets he lets the kid fall. Can't stand him. Fuck Greg Abbott. Fuck Greg Abbott. Fuck Briscoe Kane. Fuck all fuck all these Texas Republicans. Fuck all these Florida Republicans. Just fuck the Republican Party. Yep. Just fuck them. Um. Oh, got a little time for Michael Flynn. Michael Flynn. Um, so he was at a, uh, he was at a QAnon rally and somebody was all, I want to know why, what happened in Minamar can't happen here. Minamar? That's what, that's what the guy said. And they even quoted it like that too. Minamar. He meant Myanmar. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, in Myanmar, there was a military coup. 
and the duly democratically elected leader, Aung San Suu Kyi, has basically been... Um, yeah, she was she was arrested. What, what's what's been going on? Has she been like? Has she just been like held? She was she appeared in per in person in court for the first time since the coup on May twenty fourth. Uh, since the coup to to face the incitement to sedition charge against her. What the fuck? Um, okay, so she's at least mostly been at home since. But yeah, this guy, Min Ong Hilong, Hilang, I, I don't know. Um... This guy's basically, he's a, he was the leader of the military, so this guy's basically the leader of Myanmar right now. Oh, wow. Yeah, he's, he's the chairman of the State Administration Council. That is just, like, this is some vile shit. It is some truly vile shit. That's they messing just, with our democracy, man. They, 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 just, they just declared it, uh... Again, Democrat, d- democratically elected members of the National League for Democracy were uh, were deposed by the military, and the results of the of the election were declared uh, fraud were declared yeah fraudulent. I guess they wanted. I guess the military wanted. Um, What's it called? Wanted Tan Hite to. Uh, oh, he's a retired brigadier general in the Myanmar army. Uh. <sighs> Look at this democratic democratically elected leaders being being just deposed in a military junta. Like, uh, I was actually hearing about some stuff in, uh, was it Chile? Mm-hmm. That uh, they're, they're finally starting to reverse a lot of the policies from the military rule. Oh, wow. Yeah, after the, uh, after the democratically elected leader, Salvador something. Salvador Allende. This guy was supposed to be, like, the... Um, Um, he, was, he was basically supposed to take uh, take Chile to the next level. But then Augusto Pinochet um, refers, refused to return authority to a civilian government. Um, he, or rather, he just refused to, to have, you know, dem- democracy, I guess. Oh, no, it's the fact that he was trying to nationalize major industries, expand education, and, exp- and improve the living standards of the working class. Hmm. And so the right-wing parties that controlled Congress, uh, they weren't down. They, 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 the mil- they and the military, they hooked up, along with the U.S. CIA, to depose him. 
and in the uh, in the chaos, he he seems to have committed suicide. So are you ending on that? No. Oh, no, okay. absolutely not. So that have something funny to end on. Okay. Um Yeah, just so you so had a, a moment of silence there. Right. So basically it seemed in like like Michael Flynn was down for the whole, you know, Myanmar style coup. He had to he had to clarify that that's not what he was trying to do. Uh a message to a parlor account a message posted to a parlor account used by Flynn on Monday, however, claimed wor- uh, Flynn's words had been twisted. Let me be very clear. There is no reason whatsoever for any coup in America. I do not have and have not at any time called for any action of that sort. Okay, guy. Uh, Sidney Powell, who is his, who was his lawyer, said Monday that he in no way encouraged any acts of violence in any or any military insurrection. That's right. He didn't. Trump excuse me, Trump did. Mm. Um That's basically going on because again, it was a fucking QAnon rally, like Yeah. Let's see. What kind of event like let me see if I can see the sign oh jeez Lara Jean is doing a, no- a Neutrogena commercial oh you'll see in her sit- nope there we go oh yeah a lot of condors on a, nu- a Neutrogena commercial I think she's so pretty shout out to her for getting work she needs to she needs to be in more movies yeah. She's she's a pretty she's a pretty fun actress. She she can uh what's it called? Uh she was she was like Jubilee in the X in X Men Apocalypse, but I'm pretty sure that was like a tiny ass role. So let's see. Cause see I'm trying to find where Oh, I like this. Elaine Luria. Uh, a Virginia Democrat who vice chairs the House Armed Services Committee said that Flynn's comments were dangerous and incredibly concerning. Flynn's remarks border on sedition. That's certainly conduct unbecoming an officer. Those are both things that can be tried under the Uniform Code of Military Justice, and I think that as a retiree of the military, it should certainly be a path we consider to have con- consequences for those types of words. Elaine Luria used to be in the Navy. She was a re- she's a retired Navy commander. And she said this on uh, AC360. Yeah, Michael Flynn's seen as a hero in the uh, in the uh, in the QAnon movement. Jesus. Oh, the, the, the it was for God and country patriot ra- roundup. The clueless. <laughs> right, the clueless with a Q. The clueless movement. Yeah, so that's what's going on with Ran. <laughs> you, you remember that musical episode of Even Stevens? Yes. I gotta watch that shit. It's on Disney Plus. Hey, okay. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm, I'm gonna end that topic. All right, I got something funny for you to end on. Are you ready? We're ready. 
Donald Trump, Donald J. Trump, 2017 to 2021. These are fact-checked information and accomplishments that he had. The first president in 28 years to not serve a second term. That's true. Literally, um, what's it called? Literally, we had three unbroken strings of of what's it called? Clinton, Bush, Obama. I mean, literally between that, we got uh, we got four years of Bush's daddy sandwiched between uh, Clinton and and Reagan. He literally lasted twice as long as vice president as he did as president. Damn. Yeah. All right, so we're going to start again? Oh, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> First president in 28 years to not serve a second term. Boom. First president in 45 years to not release any of his tax returns. Yo. First president in 89 years to lose the presidency, the House, and the Senate in a single term. Hold up, in 89 years? Yeah. That means 2020. That means... So, 2069? So, so, 1900 minus 69. 1931? Oh, shit. I gotta look at the 1932 elections. Can I keep going? Yes, you can. Sorry. First president in 102 years to allow more than 120,000 Americans to die in a single virus outbreak. To be fair, he's the only one who's had that opportunity since... uh. Um, Wilson slash Harding. First president in 129 years to lose the popular vote twice. Damn. And, when, and how long? 129 years. 129 years. First president in 152 years to boycott his successor's inauguration. Yo. And how long? 152 years. That's gotta be, it's gotta be Lincoln. First president ever to fail to hit a 50% approval rating at any point during his presidency. Even Bush. First president ever to accuse his predecessor of not being an American. Right? Yeah. Then again, he's the first president who had a black predecessor, so. Yeah, he's also the, the first president who called what the left was doing to him a witch hunt after what he was doing to Obama. Yo. First president ever to be elected with the help of a foreign nation. First president ever to be impeached twice. Boom. First president ever to have a member of their own party vote for conviction in an impeachment trial. First president ever to have an arrest warrant issued against him by a foreign nation. Who's that nation? I don't know, but I want to know. Oh, shit. First president ever to refuse to concede defeat. Really? First president ever to fail to ensure a peaceful transfer of power. I don't believe that. First president ever to actively incite a terrorist attack against his own government. Now that I can believe. Remember though, we had a civil war. Like, What was that second to last one? The second to last one? Yeah. First president ever to fail to ensure a peaceful transfer of power? I doubt that. I I doubt that. <laughs> the comments. You know he's what, number James... one. He's number one. <laughs> I want I wanna I wanna react to a couple more of these. I wanna react to just a little bit a little bit more thoroughly. Here you go. Sorry, baby. Alright, so 
89 years to lose everything that's gotta be that's gotta be 1928 or 30 so unless because because okay in the senate 32 they got yeah in 1932, they gained they gained control from the uh, from the Republicans. In 1930, yeah, same. Th- wow, yeah, okay. Then it was definitely 32. In 32, uh, oh, probably because in 31 they must have they must have gotten something in 31. Then I don't know. Um, hold up. So 120. Uh, oh yeah, to lose the popular vote twice. Yeah, the only president who ever. In 129 years? Wait. Okay, yeah, then we have to be talking about 1892. When, uh... When, um... What's his name? When Benjamin Harrison came for re-election, having, having only won the presidency because of the Electoral College in 1888, mm-hmm. and he lost both in 1892. 152 to boycott... Yeah, I I doubt that. Um, I doubt that James Buchanan went to the inauguration of, of of Abe Lincoln. Let's see to. To refuse to concede defeat. There have been a couple other other um, elections, especially eighteen seventy six, when both Tilden and Hayes were basically declaring victory. And only the latter got it. Yeah, I'm gonna send this to myself. So yeah, that's what's going on, y'all. <laughs> and uh, we're gonna end it there. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, cool stuff happening soon. New stuff happening soon. I'm gonna try out this new open mic tomorrow. New music. New music coming soon. I'm not gonna tell you when. Just soon. Uh, but be sure to follow us at the Freak Show Podcast, at super underscore LC, at mama.lc.flan, at your boy Cyrex MC, at the Freak Show Podcast. We did that already. Doing a, pal- doing a little palindrome kind of thing? Yeah. <laughs> okay, we'll take it. I'll take it. That's a funny word, palindrome. It is. A man, a plan, a canal, Panama. That's like a well-known palindrome. Oh. You're so smart. <laughs> to be fair, I know that because of, uh, because of Cool AD. Uh. Alright, y'all. We're gonna end it with... Got me on the speaker. What? 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 As we go live with the Freak Show Jam. What? As we go live with the Freak, freak Show Jam. Yeah. Nice. Hype. Hype.